0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on this Monday evening here with an episode heavily requested by you, and we have another special guest on. My wife is back. Uh, you guys asked the questions: How do we eat? Uh, what's nutrition like for her, for myself, us? Uh, you know, as a household, how we eat at home, on the road. Uh, what are our kind of go-to meals? The things we have to have, uh, the things we you know try to avoid, and then you know what we do just in our daily life. So. Heather, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me back.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, So I'll just dig right into it. There's a lot of stuff uh, to get through here, and I'm going to try to answer everybody's question individually with as much uh, detail or as value as possible. So the first one, uh, right off the bat, is who does the majority of the grocery shopping, you or I?
1: Probably you. I do a lot, too, but overall, I think you go the most.
0: Uh, I would agree. Yeah, we we co-grocery uh, shop for sure. I mean, I grab. There's just certain things I have to have, uh, and, and I'm good because, obviously, you work from home, and I work, obviously, outside the home most of the time. So I usually shoot a text, you hit me up, and then if we're out and about and we're somewhere, we usually try to communicate, hey, do we have, you know, water at the house, protein, uh, the normal daily things. But I would say it's...
1: We used to go together, but now we don't. We just give each other a list, typically, and someone takes care of it. <laughs>
0: I just find like the busier you get, it's so inefficient Mm -hmm. to have two people do one chore. And that's what we always talk about. Uh, Next question on the list. Who does most of the cooking, you or I?
1: You do most of like the grilling. And then I do more of like sides.
0: (laughs) Do you know how to turn on the grill? That's the question.
1: Yes, I just don't ever grill.
0: <laughs> uh, I would agree with that, too. And again, we, you know, we make stuff, obviously, individually. But when we, you know, I guess that leads into the next question. So I would say, yeah, I, I do a majority of, of all the proteins at the house I will do. But you'll do things like shrimp and different things like that. If we do fish, uh, you're good about that. But if it's the, the red meat, I typically take it over at our house. And, you know, for, honestly, a lot of people will comment, hey, you always make Brussels sprouts. It look so good. I'm like, we really don't do anything fancy to them. It's we so simple. Put them in a pan.
1: I but, used to cook more, but now I'm just really lazy. <laughs> it's like, takes a lot of time, but I need to start doing like on a Sunday. But Make it's, something different.
0: But honestly, it's, like, it's a bigger, you know, it's, it's a bigger mess sometimes than it's worth. And like, we're not huge, you know, food prep people like make stuff for six days it or three days. It doesn't have to be
1: elaborate.
0: <laughs> no. Simple. I'd rather just
1: go out to eat if we're going to have something nice.
0: <laughs> Agreed. And so the next question leads into that, basically. Do we always eat together? No. Um, maybe some week nights we do?
1: Yes. I would say at least one meal a day on average. I mean, there's definitely days that we don't, but...
0: It's just Majority of know.
1: the days, at least one meal together.
0: And those ones, obviously, will kind of split up the duties of, of how we cook and what we do. And we don't really communicate about it that much in detail. I know some people will plan, like... Hey Wednesday night is this or you know taco Tuesday and things like that. We don't do that. Uh, it's basically just whatever protein is around and then whatever veggies are around and we make that and the chips kind of fall where they may in terms of uh And it's
1: hard like with your schedule sometimes working late uh nights on Tuesdays and Thursdays we don't eat dinner together. But then the other days of the week we typically do or we'll try and do a lunch together because you'll come home for lunch which is really nice just to spend time together and have some conversation Um, otherwise we'll just do a date night and go out and plan on the weekends to to hang out which is way easier (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, the question i guess to you how many meals do you eat each day typically
1: on average i really just eat two meals Sometimes three, but there are two larger meals, and then usually a snack in between, since I do like do intermittent fasting for the most part, so I'll eat later in the day, like later morning around ten o'clock eleven o'clock. depends on the day, but for the most part, around that time frame.
0: I and mean, you guys obviously if you listen to me, I eat uh, you know, basically two meals a day. Sometimes it's one, honestly if I get super busy, but for the most part I try to do I try to do two. If I get busy and caught in between my schedule, it could maybe be one, but for the most part I try probably eat between three o'clock and, and eight o'clock, give or take. That kinda of just works for me and my lifestyle. Again, I'm not recommending it for people if you're not used to the fasting stuff. But I do think there there are a lot of benefits in in my two cents with fasting. If you wanna, you know, say there's nothing magical other than I think most humans who are eating, you know, in a smaller window each day, they're less likely to mess up and make a poor choice because you have like a confined window and people will say, wasn't well, it hard to fast, you know, you know, all these hours of the day? I'm like, well, actually, it's the easiest thing to do in the world because you do nothing, but just basically drink, you know, water and coffee. And I think if you're awake, you know, more hours not eating than eating, it's less for you to manage. And I just think simplifying things is probably the underlying key of a lot of the stuff we're going to share here just for the fact of like, and again I do it with my wardrobe it drives my wife nuts but I'm like I'll buy four black hoodies and I'll just wear a black hoodie black hoodie black hoodie because I don't have to think about it. it's brainless it's the same thing with the food if I know about what the macros are and I know how I feel when I eat it and I have energy and I like how it looks you know on me as I eat it over time like I'll just do the same thing over and over and over and I don't have to think about it And it's just one less decision we have to make And I think you probably do something similar
1: absolutely and the digestion benefits is helpful for me just to have a extended period of time where i'm not eating anything and let your body um just go through that process it's really helpful especially when you're traveling too it comes in handy
0: and somebody asked does it ever change like do you ever just all of a sudden you're gonna eat you know five meals a day or is it every you know pretty much every single day you just do the same two or three
1: Pretty much. I mean, on a weekend, sometimes I'll if it's like a breakfast or brunch or you know some something's going on, then I don't. I'm not as strict on the weekends for sure.
0: I would say maybe if we go if we travel like overseas would be the only time. But even then, I'll eat two meals. No, but usually,
1: I mean, it doesn't have to be overseas. Like.
0: But like for me, for us though, like when is the last time like we went out to?
1: In Hawaii, we had breakfast. More like brunch, like late breakfast. <laughs> like but i mean i would have a pastry <laughs> but you know like in the morning a, with my coffee and things well, yeah. like that that i don't know well, that's like a, that's like your vice though like mm-hmm. that's like
0: your thing but like we don't ever just go like hey when's the last time you and i like hey, it's 10 o'clock let's go to breakfast like yeah we never do that
1: Mm-mm.
0: which i love breakfast food i do it's just so early in the day for me i'm just not used to it anymore i guess so i guess the answer is no we don't really ever change unless it's like a special occasion or vacation i guess mm-hmm. next one do you track macros to you
1: I I do not consistently, and uh, but I do like to kind of know I'm in a range, and so I'll loosely track if I'm getting ready for, like, a vacation or I just feel like I need to um, step it up a little bit, then I will just to see where I'm at and how much I'm intaking and if I can tweak certain areas, then I will. But I'm not, like, obsessed with it or anything because... I think that that can be hard for some people, and I don't think it's really healthy, to be honest. But
0: I mean, for me personally, like I used to do it, you know, before my fitness pal existed. So, pen and paper, old school. I'm old, obviously. You guys you know, have been listening to me. Uh, I did it for about five years in a row every day um, with like a notepad and just and wrote it down. Obviously, when my fitness pal came out, we transferred it to that, which is like the easiest thing in the world. It's like, you know, it's Google for food. I think if you're starting out and you have no idea, about where you're at and and fat loss is the goal, I think it is crucial for 99% of people. For some people, I think it could give you um, deeper issues if you already have some underlying things going on. But the way I look at it, if you're not educated, how can you make a conscious decision to make something, you know, improve it, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, it it would be to me trying to save for retirement, yet you can never look at how much money is in your retirement accounts. Like, it, you're basically going at it blind, blind, yeah. And if you don't know the damage of like what a piece of cheesecake is versus like a banana, and obviously we know those are two different things. Or for some people, like a better example is like a banana will have thirty grams of sugar, and a Snickers bar can have like thirty grams of sugar. Now, obviously, if you're talking micronutrients, there's a major difference, but in terms of just caloric intake and like carbohydrates for the day, they're about the same. So if, you know, when Susie at home thinks she's making a great choice by crushing three bananas. She basically just crushed three snickers now i know it's not exactly the equivalent but in terms of sugar grams and macros for her day it's it's having about the same amount of damage so i do think it's crucial for people at least up front to at least or at least plug stuff in just to know like hey is the juice worth the squeeze when i eat this and i think obviously because you've tracked it long enough you know
1: well yeah and i stick to pretty much the same types of food during the weekdays so i don't really have to be so strict about that and I kind of know how much I am eating, but it is helpful, and I still do it every now and then. Um, and when we're doing one of our programs, like the forty-seven day, I'm I'm really consistent with it because I'm participating in the group, and it does really hold me accountable and and helps me reach goals that I've set for myself. For and that. like
0: so, for, but again, like for you, if you're eating things on a routine, so like, what did you eat for lunch today, for example?
1: Today. Um, Honestly, it's not really a good <laughs> good day for that because we had leftovers. Like whatever you barbecued yesterday, but it's, over like, the hernia, it's like carne
0: asada and chicken sausage. I had chicken
1: sausage, um, but usually I would have vegetables with it. and We didn't but, have anything here. But you eat the
0: same like boring salad. It's like tomatoes, peppers, like ground turkey and lettuce. And you about know what the macros are for that. It's not a huge surprise when you eat, right? Them. So it's probably you don't have to track that as close as if you're eating something, you know. Completely off, you know, the cuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the other question, do you meal prep?
1: No, I don't.
0: No, me neither. We used to. Yeah. Kind of. I just, I'm really, I'm as I get older and I'm not dead broke anymore, I'm really fancy. So I don't like to eat shit that I made four days ago. I just don't, it doesn't taste as good and I don't like it. Well, um,
1: I will, but you are really picky. Like,
0: this is gross. You'll,
1: you will in the meal prep in the sense that you will make a lot of protein and a variety and we will have it for a few days and usually i'm the one eating it because you are apparently fancy now and can't yeah, have the just a it's not of the days, same it's not the same day old
0: like a day eating. old steak it's just not the same <laughs> as a fresh steak it's just not so yes we, i don't want to waste the food so we cook every day though regardless yeah we're making something every single day
1: for the most part yeah
0: Again, if you guys have the time to do it in the luxury, obviously, you know, at some point it might change for our lives what we do, but I try to, and we, and we are blessed, and I'll talk about this in the podcast in a second, like we live in a place where there's so many great healthy options that we can grab sometimes, you know, if, if financially you can afford to do it, it's so much easier and it saves so much time just by grabbing something healthy that's all real food as opposed to us going to the store, coming home, making it, doing the dishes and dealing with that stuff so the question this was a lot of people ask this what food and drinks must you have daily or weekly so the things that like you either eat every day or drink every day or both
1: definitely have to have coffee every day and creamer i wish i could just have black coffee but i just love my creamer and i really am obsessed with the nut nut pods creamer lately which has like no sugar in it and it's all real ingredients, coconut, almond.
0: You can get that anywhere?
1: Yeah, nice. you can. Um, what else? Love my cavitas, like my kombucha, the Kavita brand. Um, what flavor? Lemon cayenne.
0: <laughs> I don't mind that one, actually. And it's like it has one hardly
1: I any sugar in it, which I really like that.
0: And why do you drink that? For, For the, the le-
1: probiotics. Yeah. And I love sparkling waters, especially in the warm weather here. Um, I like to always have different flavored sparkling waters. Um, We'll do Powerade, Gatorade, Zero when we're feeling dehydrated from working out a lot. And what else? For food?
0: Something you eat every day. Eggs.
1: Eggs. I never get sick of them, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. What else?
0: You do a lot of avocado.
1: Yeah, avocado... Um, nut butters,
0: spinach, arugula.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty good about eating real vegetables. We saute a lot, which is so easy, like a stir fry, or.
0: And then some protein. What's your top like three protein <laughs> sources you eat each week?
1: Typically, just like chicken sausage. Um, I don't eat a lot of red meat. If you do the carne asada, I'll have I'll have that, but. Usually just turkeys, chicken, and, like, shrimp. I love salmon.
0: We do salmon a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wild-caught, always. So if you guys will get fish. Same with shrimp. Yes. Get the real stuff. You can't eat the the fake shit, like tilapia and these fishes out there. Or even, like, salmon that's been, like, farmed like crazy. Like, it's just devoid of most nutrients. To me, it's like eating vegetables out of a can. It's basically worthless. So I'd say if you, you know... I don't know your economical situation, but I always say this, you know, live in a smaller house, drive a, you know, a worse car, wear your clothes a little bit longer to, to buy food that's actually healthy and is going to give you the nutrients that you need so your body can run the way it's supposed to run. And it, I don't want to get super serious on that, but it does matter. Like every cell of your being is the food you're putting into it. So if you're feeding your body a bunch of shit, it is not going to run as efficiently as it can. Like how your hair, skin, nails grow, all those things. Um, it does matter. And it just me personally obviously protein every single day and again i eat way more red meat than she does uh please you know send me the the hate mail you know how i'm gonna die because i eat red meat i'll send you eight million things that says i won't um obviously i guess everything you know within moderation within key of what your goals are and, and who you are i'm a 220 pound dude so obviously there is some give and take with that and it's like we're not eating you know burgers and cheese every day like the steak cuts that we get are relatively lean um i do a ton of chicken sausage for sure eggs egg whites i drink coffee like it's water um and i do drink black coffee i cold brew actually i do like and enjoy i don't do the nut pods and the creamers i do like a really good like almond milk latte if i can find one it's just when you've had it's like anything in life when you get fancier and you've had a really good coffee it's hard to go back to coffee that's not good and then obviously the powerade zeros gatorade zeros brussels sprouts we do a lot um Asparagus. Cauliflower rice. Caulf- yeah, <laughs> a ton. Uh, Birdseye is the brand that we get for the cauliflower rice. Or I'll rice.
1: do like Trader Joe's has really good cauliflower rice and stir fries.
0: Their shrimp is really good. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's. What is the fancy uh, cauliflower rice we get? It's like the, it's like white cheddar or something.
1: Oh, and yeah, the risotto cauliflower rice. It's like a Lexia brand.
0: That's a safe way. Yeah, yeah that was, that's good too. Albertson. But I would say bird's eye you can probably get anywhere. And mm-hmm. I don't like the plain one. I do like the roast. Is it roasted garlic? Mm-hmm. That cauliflower rice is amazing. If you're a rice person, or you guys are looking for like something that's going to fill stomach volume and make you full that has a very low caloric impact, I would say cauliflower rice is definitely one of my go-tos in terms of that because you can eat so much of it and the whole thing is like maybe 20 carbohydrates, which is you know literally a drop in the bucket. So uh we do that often. For you, um, foods and drinks you personally try to avoid.
1: I don't eat a lot of like bread. Um, I don't eat a lot of gluten in general. I try not to. Um, obviously, if we're gonna go out to a pizza place and I want like the, the real thing, I'll have it. Um, we just
0: talked about it the other day. Like, we never go eat pizza anymore
1: we need to. Though. Like I love pizza. I, love I just don't it like too. I don't like how I feel though afterwards, yeah. cuz I eat
0: too much cuz I have no self control.
1: Um I, sugary like juices or real pop, even diet soda, I've really tried to cut back on too. Um and obviously like sugary alcoholic drinks and what else? What what other foods do we avoid? I mean
0: me, everything. Honestly, I feel that way. I feel like I just – I go to the grocery store. If I go to a – not a Sprouts or, like, a, a Trader Joe's or, a, you know, honestly, even Whole Foods is so many landmines. Like, when you go to a Safeway or, like, if, where you guys live, if it's Hy-Vee or Wegmans or wherever, like, you see all the cereals, and I just, like mm-hmm. – I stare at them like I'm going to buy Captain Crunch, and I could, but it's just – a dangerous game my friends like it's the avalanche will go quick if we buy a box of cereal it wouldn't make it a whole day here. or
1: even just like a box of crackers or something or
0: <laughs> i'll show this example because this is chips
1: chips yeah, yeah that i can't have in my house like well we just had a party we'll buy them when we have like people over
0: which we did saturday so we had and a party then- and steve brought three bags like, of chips i'm like can you
1: please just take them home because i knew on sunday sure enough they're right there i'm just gonna keep eating them so
0: but how good are chips though
1: and you gotta live a little but i'm they're just amazing. saying overall we try to not have that stuff in our house majority of the time yeah. we we'll just
0: we crush a whole bag of chips easily so easy and a whole box of cereal easily um basically for us
1: snacky food
0: yeah anything that is not single serving is rough here i will say um, I don't have the brand in front of me. They're like those, the, uh, like air peas we get. What are those oh. even called? They're like a wasabi ranch flavor. They're like these sugar snap peas, but they're like air crisps, basically. Mm-hmm. They're like chips, but they're not as dangerous. I mean, they are. They taste amazing. But they're not like, it's not as bad as like in Doritos. Right. The macros are a little more friendly. And I find myself. Not being a complete loser and eating the whole bag at one time,
1: we do have like rice cakes here, which we
0: we can have those now, yeah, five years ago, we could not have those here, um, and now I, <laughs> yeah. now I feel like I can buy whole jars of peanut butter mm-hmm. and i 'm not a complete butthead about it, like I can do a little bit and go yeah I think that's way rice cakes are made for it's just the whole peanut butter, honestly i don 't think they have any other purpose, but we we now have a little bit more self control as we 're getting older. Because, I don't, again, I think when you're young, for some people, or at least maybe not even if you're young, at least that's how I was, I think you don't do stuff and you eat a certain way because you want to look a certain way. And the vanity part of it can only get you so far, in my opinion. And I do this for a living. So take it from me, a guy who takes his shirt off still all the time for video content, print content, everything we do. That is not why I do this. And I think some people are confused. Like, oh, well, you know, there is a vanity part to it. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to look like a bag of shit. I want to look and feel good for myself and feel confident for me. It's not for the rest of the world, even though, like, there is a monetary thing tied to it for my life. I don't want to feel like crap. And that's why we don't eat the way that we used to in terms of, like, binging stuff or overeating because it's like you just get tired of feeling like shit, and I'm sure you can agree.
1: Right. And going back to what I have to have (laughs) – Basically, almost every day or weekly, for sure, is dark chocolate, and that really helps curb my sweet tooth. And I've graduated to the extreme dark chocolates. I used to be more about the sweeter ones that were like seventy percent, and now I'm like up to eighty five, ninety five percent, which really helps. It's creamy and
0: it's not even sweet. It's not even like <laughs> but now
1: chocolate. I crave that because you really can taste the real chocolate flavor. So we do that or I do that and then just to have like a handful of berries too if I'm if I want something sweet after a meal, then I'll do that as well.
0: And like we used to do, we've talked about this before on the other podcast, we would go to not really Dairy Queen, but like one of the frozen yogurt places cuz I grab like all the toppings mm-hmm. like cuz I'm just cuz again, when you don't have it, you it's like this this weird thing where you just go crazy overboard. Now that we can have like we do Halo Top or Enlightened. Mm-hmm. Uh and because we can have those every single day i find myself not eating them every single day in fact like i don't even buy them most of the time when we go and we do get them like we we'll eat them on a weekend or maybe a random day and that to me is almost as good as real ice cream so that's basically helped us curb the ice cream habit of eating you know frozen yogurt or dairy queen or cold stone which man i really do miss cold stone mm-hmm. um it's been years, but, like, we used to do that way more frequently. And not, this thing again, it's not about vanity; Like, we would feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. Like, I just, you, you'd be like, my stomach hurts so bad.
1: I can't with the dairy. Too much dairy just is, like, not good for me.
0: No, and you're farting, like, a hundred times, and you go <laughs> oh up the bathroom. God. You're not going to have sex with each other. It's just a terrible, Yeah, it's you know, just,
1: like, not attractive.
0: Birthday cake remix from Cold Stone is really good, but it's not, it's not as good as how it makes you feel on the back end. Right. I'll put it that way. Um, those are some of the things that save us. I think for me, yeah, the rice cakes. Honestly, like rice cakes with peanut butter and like bananas is like one of my favorite things to do for like a treat. And that saves me from mm-hmm. making all the, the 14 wrong choices. But again, for us, it's just, it just really comes down to not not buying it, not having it at home, and then communicating. You know, I think her knowing the, the stuff that I like to eat and me knowing what she likes to eat, vice versa, I try not to buy things that I know are going to trip you up. And I think you probably do the same.
1: And we'll do like popcorn, but easily. Like I'm so addicted to popcorn that I could eat like two bags, like easily. So it's like again, we try to just do that on like weekends.
0: But I'd say popcorn is like a better of all the things you could do. That's not a terrible. One I know, make.
1: but I like I like the real kettle corn. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I know. Like what is the whatever that brand is with the bags? Boom chicka mm-hmm. pop.
1: Like the purple one. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. That one's like.
0: That crushes you That's bad If you eat the whole bag of that That
1: one's like really good And
0: how easy is, But you can eat a whole bag of that easily mm-hmm. It's not even that hard uh, So let's go into that then uh, Biggest weaknesses uh, Booze or food And if, if you pick one What's the, the couple of things That really would, would drag For you For me down? it's
1: the sweets It's always been the sweets
0: Like your favorite sweets Like your go to If you could just eat whatever tonight cause you're like, Or whenever you're really It's ice it.
1: cream I love ice cream Like cookie dough And ice cream This is true Mm
0: -hmm. Where were we at? Minnesota, we're at. And you went to the Ben & Jerry's, actual Ben & You never see those either. Like a Ben & Jerry's store. Mm -hmm. It was
1: totally worth it.
0: I mean, (laughs) real ice cream is good. I just don't like how I feel when I do it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do like real ice cream.
1: You love gelato, too.
0: Like, if it's real? Yeah. I think, like, we went to Italy. We ate it every single day. Oh, yeah. I think we did it in Spain, too. Yeah. Basically,
1: every time you're in... Europe, I feel like you can find a legit Italian gelato place.
0: If you follow Rick Steves. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Rick Steves is and you go to Europe, Google Rick Steves. He'll, he'll set you straight. Uh, we did in Hawaii, too. We went to an ice cream place.
1: Mm-hmm. Like a real
0: one. It was worth it. We stood in line at Dairy Queen and they were taking too long, so we bounced and went to this other place. But uh, Yeah, it would turn, for me, yeah, it's never the booze. It's always going to be food. Not really the sweets. I mean, if anything, like I could eat uh, burgers and fries every single day. Uh, for sure I can honestly eat pizza too I like all the stuff though like macaroni and cheese like you name it I like it all I just at this point in my life I'm I don't want to feel like crap and that's the biggest deterrent for me not eating stuff because I I can now think about it in context where before you just you, you give into these impulses and I'll say this to you guys out there who are trying to make a change and a transformation in terms of how you eat the longer you do it And I think people think about it, they they have to be perfect. And when they're not, then they quit and they give up and they just do a bunch, they make a bunch of stupid decisions. And you don't have to do that. The longer you're in this game, because this is till you're dead, okay? Like you just can't eat right for six months or a year and think you can hold on to it and it would just, you know, work for you. It won't. This is something you're going to have to manage for the rest of your life because you have to eat at least, you know, probably once or twice a day until you drop dead. So the longer you're in the game, The more wins you get, the more better choices you make, and you start to really understand how food affects your mood, how you sleep, how you feel, your sinuses, allergies, all those things, like, it does matter, and when you get used to feeling really good, you will almost do anything not to feel like shit, and I think you can probably attest to that too.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: It's the same as, like, when you went out drinking as a kid, and you'd wake up, and you'd feel like you got hit by a bus, and the first thing you'd say was, or I used to say it as I was puking, like... Oh, I'll never drink again. This is so stupid. And then you find yourself next Thursday, you know, doing the same dumb stuff you did before. And it only takes so many of those, hopefully, for you uh, to learn. You know, the food and the drink that you're putting in your body is not worth the aftermath, not only of how you feel, but how you start to look over time as well. So I'll go to the next question. Uh, Supplements you take and why?
1: Athletic Greens. I'm sure you guys have heard us talk about it, but... You do? (laughs) We... I've taken it for over a year, and I'm very consistent with it. It has the probiotics in it, which I love. Um, I do take like a fish oil um, and turmeric and biotin as well. But I mean, every day I try to always take my athletic greens. I don't take all those all the time. But for sure athletic greens just because it's like your complete multivitamin with all the micronutrients, and it's just so easy and convenient for me. And I do feel like all the benefits, I feel like I can speak to it, and I believe in it. So.
0: Yeah, well, I'll say this. Obviously, you guys know I talk about it all the time, and if you want 20 free travel packs, hit me up. (laughs) Uh, But in all seriousness, it's the one... Again, I've been in this game a long time, and I come from the era of where I remember... Way back in the day, my mom would buy like Metrex protein powder in the white pack. So I'm super old, you guys. So most of you listening probably don't know what I'm talking about or you weren't even in fitness back then. And I'm like a little kid and I'm taking the Metrex protein powder and I'd mix it in a container and it just, I mean, it tasted like hot garbage and I would have to drink it over the toilet because I would gag so much, but I wanted to be jacked so bad. That's what we would do. And that's how I feel about most of the greens products that I used to take. And I'm not going to say them by name because I don't want to call them out. They're fine in terms of micros. I do think Athletic Greens is the most complete when you look at it from a well-rounded standpoint, and it's by far the best tasting. So even if you say the macros were equivalent, which I don't think they are, it's it's the one thing I will take every single day because, again, I do this for a living. And as motivated as I am and as healthy as I want to be, when my life gets stressful or tough or busy and something tastes like – ass i'm not going to want to drink it and eat it so i'll find Me myself too. making excuses why i won't do it and i've never done that with athletic greens we're in hawaii for eight days i took it every single day and i do feel i have a little bit more energy because of it i do feel like i, I don't to. get as run down and it, whether that's a placebo or not which i don't believe it is I feel like
1: they, we don't get sick
0: no not like i used to just get crushed at least you know once a year Knock on I,
1: wood.
0: you know obviously tomorrow i'm gonna wake up puking but uh <laughs> I do think – I feel it makes a difference. And again, if nothing else, I find it's the one thing I will never make an excuse not to take. Uh, Anything else you take? And
1: there's so many benefits to it. And I just – just because I was struggling with low thyroid for several months um, and I just got my results back and my levels are now in the normal range, which is great because when you're – when you have low thyroid, you can experience fatigue and you can feel really down – mood swings, you can um, everything from your hair, uh, low energy, and there's just a, a lot of horrible, horrible symptoms. But I was consistent with taking my Athletic Greens and it does say, it's proven that it does help with hormone balance, so I well, believe in it. <laughs> well, I just
0: think you guys out there are like, again, I'm not trying to sell you on it. Take any greens product you want, eat as much whole, real foods as you can. My dog is actually begging for to be petted right now. But the point of me saying this is you're not going to be able to eat all the micronutrients you need every single day through real food, most of you. You're too busy. You have kids. You have jobs. You travel. If nothing else, it kind of covers the gaps in what you're doing every single day. And it's day. all
1: real. It's 75 whole food ingredients with, like, superfoods in it and everything. So You know. Um, we just love it, and that's why we can't stop talking about it. <laughs>
0: well, again, it doesn't taste like shit. I can't say that yeah, enough. Yeah, it tastes like,
1: good. I like it. And I, I actually will take it when I travel, which normally I'm really bad about taking like other pill form vitamins. So it's the travel packets have really helped me, especially with these past two years of traveling a lot for my job. So
0: um, Mine's the same. I take Athletic Greens every day, obviously. I do take Biotin. Um, I don't want to be Bruce Willis just yet, even though I'm getting closer every day. Uh, I do take vitamin D3. I've had my blood work. I get it done very regularly, uh, way more than the average person. And twice in the past probably seven years I've been uh, deficient in D3, even though I live in like one of the sunniest places on the planet. But obviously I work a ton. And regardless of what you believe and see on Instagram, I do wear long sleeves 99% of the time, so I don't get as much. Uh, some they should. So I do take D3, uh, fish oil, krill oil, turmeric as well, and then obviously I try to throw chia seeds uh, into my life as often as possible, just for not only the omegas, but uh, just you know to go to the bathroom regularly and feel good and not be bloated and disgusting. Especially when you travel, I do think that is uh, crucial. Um, let's move on. Next one: uh, your favorite or your most frequent, you know, cheat meals or treat meals or things you look forward to that are outside your normal routine.
1: I mean, pizza is like my favorite cheat, but we don't do it like frequently. No, we do not. Um,
0: the chocolate croissants, man, are your thing if you can yes, find good ones.
1: I have to. I'm so picky about a good French chocolate croissant.
0: Oompa Chuck chocolat I believe, is the mm-hmm. technical term.
1: But yeah, real ice cream, if that would be my go-to, or like a real good cookie.
0: The bakery stuff you do like. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, there's so many great ones around here. So if we find... A really them,
1: good donut.
0: <laughs> 100%.
1: But I'm not super into donuts. Like, you're more into donuts than I am.
0: If they're good, though. I'm very... Again, I'm older. I'm fan- It's not that like you're fancy. You just get older and you, you travel and you try all there's this stuff. Picky. Yeah. Well, you know, I live in Scottsdale. Like, there's so many amazing places here. It's literally ruined me. Well,
1: you want it to be worth it when you're going to do it. So
0: Last thing, too. I remember... And I'll share this story fast. Like, I remember being... You know, when I get into this life, like I'm gonna look I'm gonna I'm gonna be a rock star. I'm twenty, you know, four years old, I'm gonna you know, take over the fitness world and you have all these dreams and you're gonna look amazing and you're eating perfect all week. And I remember like before I moved, you know, I'm at my rock bottom life and my dad is like, you know, making ground turkey for me at his house. He's like, What do you want me to put on it? I'm like, nothing. I'm just gonna eat it plain. And you're choking down like dry ground turkey with no salt and no pepper, it's disgusting. Gross. Like just a miserable life. And again, I didn't have to make it that way, but you know you're young and stupid and you just, you think you're hardcore and so i would do that you know all week i'd eat a certain way and then it would come to you know at that time like saturday night was my cheat night and i come from a place where fancy restaurants really don't exist and the ones that do are outside of my budget at the time and so i'd go to like taco bell or like if you're from the midwest taco john's six pack and a pound but I would oftentimes go to Taco Bell because you can get a little bit more for your money at Taco Bell and you'd go through the drive through and you're super jacked and you're like, give me a five-buck box whatever you'd get. And you'd get it and you'd drive home and it's like, but it was like shitty though, right? Like sometimes you get Taco Bell and it was good. Like they just made it and it was fresh and sometimes it was sitting there for like four hours. And I would like, I would get home and I'd be so pissed because these tacos tasted like But it's like I didn't have any more money and like I just had to choke them down. It's like my cheat meal for the week was ruined. So point being is if you're going to go off your normal routine, go to a place that's proven and that's good. And don't let anybody talk you into anything else because it will ruin your whole week. And if you're like me and you're broke, you got to wait a whole nother seven days to go again. So that's just my side story.
1: But your number one cheat is?
0: Uh, Now? Yeah. In and out burger is what I do most frequently. I'll say this, because we're trying to pay off our house, we have went out to eat way less. Lo- way less this year than any other year of life. Now we still we will still go stuff with friends and stuff, but you and me Well
1: our date nights have really just
0: have been on the cheap. They've uh, just
1: have been a lot of home date nights. Yeah.
0: But I mean again it's Which is
1: good though, too. Like I don't feel like I have to always go to like a nice restaurant for a date night or something. No,
0: and you get to for your work you get
1: and I get spoiled with my job, yes. and sometimes it's too much. Where I'm like, if I did that all the time in my job, and then personal life is just—it's too much. Amazing food. You'd be 300 pounds yeah, before you know easily.
0: It. So our date nights have been very cheap, and I'm you know deep down a little cheap ghetto kid. So In-N-Out is, is fancy enough for me, but I've done that way more frequently this year than other years, and. it's it's, again it's burgers and fries it's it's very basic it's simple um and i like it and that's just i'm kind of i'm a simple dude so that would be the most you know cheat heavy place that i've went to this year when our house is paid off we might get fancy for a couple meals but then i'll come right back to it. i'm a creature of habit uh best go to healthy places
1: i go to chop shop a lot just um it's local and we live really close to one and i just get one of their raw vegetable salads with chicken that's my go-to or they have some great protein bowls so it's like they have like a chicken thai one with sweet potato hash or you can get yeah you can get cauliflower rice or quinoa or forbidden rice and then a bunch of vegetables so that's probably my number one go-to i do like farm and craft is always good for for like a lunch or if i have to take a client i try to pick some healthy restaurants every now and then um what else
0: uh I, there's a place called bullet greens all these are very similar you guys basically they're proteins and vegetables and they just they put their own kind of spin on them and they are taste actually really good or there's a place called salads to go here it's a chain for and it looks super ghetto like i'm like i remember when i saw it, people were like oh salads to go and i'm like this place looks like
1: but it's a drive through Oh, my it's God. Like amazing. Almost, so convenient.
0: Almost everything's organic. So fresh. It takes... I don't think I've waited there more than three minutes. And
1: you get a lot for your money there. Yeah. Like um, a
0: double chicken cob salad mm-hmm. is like nine bucks, which is unheard of. And it's like, I'm a big dude and I can eat a lot. And it's... I eat it and I'm like, I'm not hungry for hours, so...
1: I will say if we go to breakfast brunch, I do love the breakfast kitchen bar here because it has like healthy pancakes, healthy breakfast bowls it has like i just had a really good uh avocado toast on like sweet potato toast basically and that was amazing (laughs) i'd say
0: for you guys out there if you're gonna go to places breakfast is probably the easiest choice to make because like anything in eggs at least for my preference tastes good and you can make a great choice anywhere that has real food that's not fried or not a chain and if nothing else like do some research all, all you guys walk around with these phones that make you a genius now. So pull up the menu, pull up what they have, kind of do a little research, and then pick a spot. And obviously, with you know the the sites out there now, like with Yelp reviews, Facebook, Instagram, you can really find a decent place probably almost anywhere um, that is serving real food. And if you just think, you know, it's very basic, a quote B.J. could do here: protein and produce. You know, if it's meat and vegetables and maybe something else, uh, you guys are doing okay for sure. Uh, we'll do this one real quick. Best healthy hacks or go-to meals for you, whether it's tr- travel stuff, quick snacks here, or just meals you make really fast?
1: Uh, for traveling for work, I always try to bring, like, beef jerky. We partnered with a a company, Brotein Candy, so it's, like, really healthy, grass-fed, um, all real ingredients. It's, like, and two grams of sugar for the whole container. really good. So... I do that or I'll do like a power crunch bar or any type of protein bar that is high protein, high higher fat and low sugar.
0: What is your favorite power crunch bar flavor?
1: Probably salted caramel or chocolate mint.
0: Like Girl Scout cookies.
1: Yeah, I like chia bars too, are really good just to have some fiber. Um, I'll do like either nut small portions of almonds or cashews or do like a nut butter packet which is easy to pack Um, in the airport i always just try to grab a healthy snack i typically never eat at airports it's rare that i do and if i do i try to get like a salad and, and now there's a lot more healthier options in airports which is great at the
0: phoenix airport there is like, no, when, you, when you're, in, you're in Philly, no. Yeah, but it's, it's starting
1: worst. to change.
0: True. There's some places though you get stuck, like, we're at LAX, dude. It was, like, death row over there.
1: But at Starbucks now, they have those egg bites. This is true. Which is great. If you're not wanting one of the breakfast sandwiches, they have the egg bites. The choices were
0: Jimmy John's or Starbucks at 5 a.m.
1: Yeah. But the egg bites are really good, so... Those are I, good. I,
0: mm-hmm. I like that. Um,
1: and then... Snacks at home usually just vegetables with like hummus or um again, like the nut butters or rice cake with peanut butter. Um
0: I think you can do veggies and anything. If you guys like if you're getting, you know, cold vegetables like
1: and guacamole I'll do. Oh, if
0: if you've never tried that, like even is where is this gonna sound like when we just have asparagus spears here and you have guac, you can take just asparagus spears. And dip them in guacamole and just chew them. And they actually taste pretty good. Mm-hmm. You can put carrots in almost anything. Like, there's so many options. Again, I'm talking, like, when a lot of you guys are making mistakes. And, again, we don't have kids, so I don't have, like, Teddy Grahams and goldfish and shit yeah. laying around. I wouldn't anyway. I have people like, oh, you Jeremy, you don't know it. No, trust me. I would be mean to a kid and deprive them of that because it would sabotage me. Oh, so we'll he's,
1: just see what happens They would suffer. Happens.
0: They would suffer because of me. I'm sorry. You'll all be living in a prison here. But... Point being is, we don't have that That stuff around. That sounds really exciting. Welcome to your future. So, what I'm saying is, if you guys have the cold veggies there, and you have like, whether it is like Bolthouse Ranch, which is a lower uh, calorie dressing that actually tastes amazing, they have so many flavors, or like guacamole, that saves you from grabbing a bunch of, you know, your kids' chips or different things around, hopefully, and allows you to still cook dinner when you're at the point of where you're so hungry you just want to bite your hand off. That has saved me from making poor choices, and I think it can help a lot of you guys, too. Um other things we do quick, uh we will do egg muffins sometimes here too. Uh probably one of my biggest go-to meals, and this is really basic, whether it helps you guys or not, I'll do a couple eggs, cut up chicken sausage, and I put cauliflower rice. That's it. I probably eat that like four or five times a week. Uh, it takes all of about five or six minutes. Um it's very filling, high protein, decent amount of fat, very low carbohydrates, and again it is a lot of food to eat. And if I'm saying that, I can almost promise you all of you guys listening, so it'll take like two eggs. Two chicken sausages, chop them up. Take a bag of bird's eye cauliflower rice, stick it in the microwave, dump it all out. Boom, you're living the dream.
1: And I'll make like zoodles, like zucchini noodles, or stir fry different vegetables, um, and then do a protein with that. I don't typically do his uh, combination.
0: It doesn't <laughs> so look I think that weird. It doesn't look that great, <laughs> but it's amazing. But there's a lot of stuff you like too. Like you'll put like apple cider vinegar like on. Like, well,
1: yeah, on a salad oh, with that has like, like a good the dressing. The
0: smell hat. alone, oh, I wonder to. Well,
1: sp- there's benefits to it. So,
0: I, man, yeah, you smell like a trash can.
1: I, I like smell. vinegary.
0: Oof. Oh, fermented. what is the other thing you do? Like the aminos or something. The what? What else do you do? The amino, like coconut aminos or something. Oh,
1: coconut aminos, like on cauliflower rice, or if you're doing a an Asian like stir fried dish, that's really great um, alternative to soy sauce. And I just love anything coconut, so. <laughs> tastes so yummy
0: so let's go on the road for you um like when you travel how do you not eat all the awesome stuff that you get presented at work events because i don't know if these guys because again i don't live in that ecosystem when i go places like if it's fitness events believe it or not like even you go to fitness stuff like do feed you they try to feed and push Mm -hmm. drinks and, and stuff on you but i'll go there with a coffee like a weirdo and you're kind of in this weird ecosystem where you can eat if you want or you don't have to. And sometimes I will indulge if it's something really good I want to, but more often than not, like I can be the weird person out. No, but for you, it's way different. So explain to them like what it looks like. You go somewhere and, and here's what you're presented and here's how you navigate it.
1: Right. Well, it's the struggle is real. It's been like that for years. I'm in the hospitality industry, so the hotel business specifically, and I represent like thirty brands that we have. So we're always at an amazing fancy resort or hotel like a week ago a week ago in vegas right so we will have like a quarterly team meeting and one of our amazing properties will host us and they want to showcase the amazing food and beverage that they can offer to our corporate accounts that we manage and so it's like litter literally everything on the menu and it's It's not just three meals a day. It's like three meals plus like a morning break and an afternoon break and a dessert and a reception
0: and And then a dinner. And what do they bring in to your breaks or your breakfast when they start? I mean,
1: it's everything from like donuts, cookies, every type of pastry and then it's...
0: But good stuff.
1: Oh, really good food and i've really gotten to the point where i will pick my battles like if it's something i really want to try and i haven't tried it before or i'm really craving it then i will um but i have to practice portion control majority of the time i say no to a lot of it especially the the treats because i know i'd rather save it for a weekend when jeremy and i are doing something or a social event with friends that i'd rather indulge in instead of just like work life and a lot of the times yeah i am the weird one that's not trying everything and but you just have to remember that it's okay and it's your life it's not their life you don't have to be like everybody else which that was always a struggle of mine um and people will start to to question and people will start to follow or try to Get advice from you once they see that you're making good, healthy choices, and if they're interested in doing the same, you'll start to become a leader in their eyes. So,
0: but how do you do it at first? Because these guys oh, are at first they're in they're in a the different stage than you. Where it's like okay. the food pushers and the drink pushers. How do you just like you just politely say?
1: I mean, I used to practice kind of what I would say to people if they'd ask me like, oh, why aren't you drinking at this work event or and sometimes it, we would have one of our fitness challenges going. So I'm like, oh, I'm actually doing one of our, you know, online coaching programs. And then, then I could elaborate on that. Other times I'm like, I'm just trying to be healthy. And I don't need to do this like at every single work event. Um,
0: Food is probably easier than the booze though. Yeah. To, to say no to for most people.
1: Because a lot of it, like, we'll always have networking opportunities either with clients or with internal employees. And so it's always, you know, that awkward reception where you, you, need, you need to be outgoing and talk to everybody and meet new people. And um, there's always an open bar and it's just like, or they're tray passing champagne. And it's just so easy to grab and and then be like everybody else. and But there comes a point where you have to be like, what are my goals what type of person am I trying to be? And you have to be honest with yourself and then be as consistent as you can. Um, and, yeah, you're going to feel lonely at times, but that's just part of it. And no, just remember your your why. Is
0: So would you fake, like, drinking at, at times? At times.
1: And I still do sometimes. I'll get, like, sparkling. Catfish. I'll get, um, yeah, I did it, like, this summer. We had some client events. And it was, like, back-to-back days. I'm like, I'm not gonna have drinks every client event and especially when i had all these vacations this summer i'm like i'm gonna save it for (laughs) my actual vacation so i would just get like a perrier water ask the bartender can i have that with like lime and it looks obviously like a vodka soda and no one even questions you um if if you want to go that route you can but sometimes i'm like yeah i'm just drinking sparkling water
0: and Uh, for you guys out there obviously it's it's gonna be harder at first because there'll be people will question it. You'll probably get people who even sometimes make fun of you because of it, or they won't believe you're gonna really change. Oh yeah. You're trying to change a culture instead of you know establish one up front. It's easy. Like if I walk into again for me, it's easy. I walk into a room. Oh, he's the fitness guy. He's weird. He's not gonna do this. Nobody cares. But for my wife, she is what I would say more fun uh outgoing and will do be a little bit wilder than but it me. can
1: get me in trouble too <laughs> that's it it's a
0: fine line you walk you're getting better as you're older now
1: I'm starting to mature
0: but so slowly but like they don't know but like they're not used to that version of you they're used to well, oh, heather will have fun with us maybe not be the craziest one but just be part of the team you know oh yeah and do whatever and now you're you've removed yourself from being that version of you which that's probably hard for you at first, too, because they're questioning it. And you're like, well, now I have to get used to it as well.
1: Well, it's like I used to go in waves. I was very inconsistent. And then I've just been trying to be as consistent as I can be and um, just really pick and choose when it's worth it. And um, you're going to get people that are always going to say things like, oh, why aren't you eating that? Why aren't you drinking that?
0: But But now that you've done it for this long, now what do they do? Like when you're sitting somewhere and they put bread on the table.
1: They're like, oh, Heather won't eat that. And they just, like, move it to the other person. I'm like, yep.
0: <laughs> which, I, which I find funny because, like, maybe you wanted to do it that day. And I think because they said that and pushed it, now you just don't. Yeah. So sometimes it, like, they start But from...
1: in Vegas last, they had French croissants. And I was like, I have to have this French croissant.
0: But that's your But thing, It wasn't though.
1: even that good. It was kind of stale. And I was just really upset. I'm like,
0: wow. It's your, your Taco Bell, bro. It mm-hmm. just wasn't worth it uh so for these guys obviously again just
1: don't care what people think it's it's your life it's your body it's your health and it's i know it's hard because i still struggle with it and i have my fitness life believe me i'm married to jeremy i have we own a gym together it's i am it's it's a constant struggle for me to separate that
0: but your um, goal and i'll say this to you listening to like her goals are not their goals, and you're all of you listening. Your goals are not your coworkers' goals. They're not waking up before you and your team meetings, hitting the gym. They're not doing burpees, pushing yeah. sleds, riding the assault bike. So you can't be expected to eat and drink the same way they are, and then still want to get the results of the work you put in. It's like you, it's like literally be dra- taking your car through a car wash, and then driving it through ten mud puddles on the way home. It doesn't make any sense. So you can't be sharing the same behavior as them and expecting to look and move and feel like a person who is completely different. It's like for you, like when you go, you work out every day on the road probably?
1: For the most part, yeah, and I'm usually like the only one on my team. Maybe there's like one or two others sometimes in the hotel gym, but you just you just do it and it's going to pay off. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Um, but now it's it's also yeah like going back to what you were saying how I feel like I just want to feel good I, I want to get good sleep especially if I have like early meetings in the morning it's like not worth it for me to struggle um, well, especially traveling so
0: so I guess my two cents for you guys out there you're just gonna have to decide like what your goals are and what you're trying to get out of everything and you know do as much planning and prepping and as research as you can. Uh, you know, and just come in with the mindset of knowing what you're going to do when you go to an event. I think that's the biggest key. Like, so if I know I'm going to, you know, cheat or do something different, I I basically know before I go into it, I know, hey, I'm not going to do this today because I have this event coming up in the future. Like, so just forecasting basically is what I'm saying. So if you know you have a party with your friends and family on Saturday, and you're at a work event on Tuesday, you're going to have to pick and choose, you know, which battle you wanna win and which one you're you're willing to indulge in and which one you're not because if you just gave into every holiday and birthday and work event and travel event, like it's just too much for the average, you know, the way society is built and we just can't give into all those things. So you have to have some resolve uh when it comes to that and it's gonna to be tough at first, like I said, changing the culture initially of how you eat and drink is tough. But if you stack up enough wins, like you guys can be successful, I know that. Um so before we let these guys go any advice for them these people who travel and they have a hard time with the eating and the training or drinking is there one or two things that you would just tell them like hey this is what I would do if I was you or what I did you know to to change how it used to be to how I am now
1: I think just being honest and for example I was with some of my top clients and I've entertained them before and I I just was honest with him like yeah i'm not gonna have drinks with you guys we're at a really nice restaurant um we ordered a bunch of food and i'm like i'm just i'm saving it for a vacation plus i've been struggling with my hormones and my thyroid and i just i'm not gonna indulge in that and sometimes i think just being honest with people can you know for one bring you closer together but then they'll start to share their their own issues or how they want to become healthy. And, and that way you can build a relationship upon that. But um, yeah, just try to not care what people think and just do you and say no.
0: <laughs> and again, I have empathy for you guys out there. It, it's, it is hard for you because I've, I've been with her to enough events like when you have like these fam weekends or different things where we show up to these or they do the appreciation stuff. We show up to these events at the nicest resorts in the world and they have all this, I mean like so much food. Like, not just, like, I'm talking, like, you know, food, desserts, drinks. We come back to our room. The amenity. They sabotage you because they leave all these treats in your room, too, and it's already yes. late at night. And you're probably, like, a couple of drinks in. So you're just, you're That's down to... It's
1: so hard when there's an amenity and it's, like, it's chocolate. Like, this happened in Vegas. I was, like, doing real good. And then they sent a chocolate amenity. Went, and I was, like, oh, I gotta have this.
0: You know, it's, like, they do everything to... It takes a lot of resolve to do. And I say, like, I couldn't do it. I would be 300 pounds easily. Um, it'd be really tough for me. I've had to create an ecosystem of my life to where I'm insular to almost the entire world uh, to be able to do it. So I do I do understand the struggles you guys go through. Because even when we travel and I do it for my stuff, it's really tough to, to just stay the course and t- to be motivated to work out when you're, you know, tired and stressed. And stressed
1: and, out or nervous about a meeting. Like, I've been there. It's... It's but. hard, but it will it'll be worth it and you'll be so proud of yourself because you're going to continue to build on that strength. Like it's mental strength is number 1. Like you have to you have to figure that out first. And then everything else will fall in line with that.
0: Yeah, I mean I think you guys just you have to get to the point where you just you're just fed up honestly with either how you've been living or your behaviors or the patterns and maybe if it's if you're an affirmation person like to write something down just to see it say this is what I'm going to do and I know it sounds hokey and doesn't work but I can't tell you how many post-its I have all over my office and the things that we write and put in our office here just to remind us to stay the course and the goals that we want to achieve and if they're not written down and you don't see them as reminders it's easy in the moment to be swayed by you know the things that feel good instantly but are we're going to pay for down the line and so if you guys can win those I think it would be okay. The three things I would say to you just travel-wise for me personally, being active, moving your body when you guys travel 100%, even if it's just, you know, 30 minutes of mobility off the plane, hitting the hotel gym, going for a walk, just moving your body through space is key, staying hydrated.
1: Drink so much water.
0: Even more than you think you have to because when you're dehydrated, it it triggers that hunger sensation. It makes you guys want to eat and make poor choices more often than... Just being consistent with it, like just not skipping days of activity and not making, you know, bullshit excuses of why you're too tired and why you can't. You can do it. Uh, obviously, there's people out there, you know, busier than all of us with more responsibilities and more stress who are doing it. And if they're doing it, you guys can do it, too. So um, anything else real quick? You got about three minutes. Are you good?
1: No, I think I'm good.
0: Awesome. Uh, again, you guys, hopefully that gave you an insight to you know kind of how we live our life and what we do it we 're just very you know we 're normal people we 're basic uh, we like all the same stuff that you guys like um, we like all the same food and the same drinks and we probably like even more of them we're overeaters both by nature um, but we've created a system here that yeah. works for us and we don't do things to sabotage each other and um, it's worked I, out so far
1: I think one more thing is what has been really helping me is mapping out, like looking out the calendar of the month and being like, okay, I have this work trip, I have this social event, I have this party, um, whatever it is, mapping it all out and then circling or pick, writing down, okay, here's where I'm going to be super strict. Here's where I'm going to indulge and have fun. And just mapping that out has really helped me Determine okay when's it going to be worth it and when can I just say no and stick to the plan? And that way, you're gonna significant, significantly decrease the amount of messing up, if you want to call it that. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And that's
0: and again, I'm not gonna try to sell you guys on anything here, that's not what we do. If you like to buy some of our stuff or not, that's on you. As you know, I'm a, the world's worst salesman, I just present things. But our, our 50 Days of Fitness challenge is the last. Uh, challenge we do of 2019 and it's funny enough she said that a big part of that program is looking at the last 50 days from basically you know November 11th ish till you know December 31st and seeing what you have going on those last 50 days because people tend to make really poor choices with holidays and travel and work stuff and, and events uh, we literally have people just we give them a blank calendar and have them map out the days that they are committing to You know, staying the course and the days that they want to enjoy things with friends and family because it's important and there has to be a balance. But that's a huge part of that program, and we found people have great success with it. And it's not about you know dropping your body fat ten percent and losing fifty pounds in those last fifty days. It's enjoy your life with your friends and family, but don't throw away all the hard work you put in the last you know ten, eleven months of the year for fifty days of stupid choices. Because Thanksgiving is not seven days; it's one day. Christmas is not eight days; it's one day. And your work event is one day. It's not a three-day bender. And that's what we kind of drive at, to her point. So, um, I'll share the details for that uh, probably in like a week or so. I'll throw out uh, a discount for the podcast listeners if you guys are interested. Um, It'll be fun. We'll work out together, eat together. You'll see what I do for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all the the poor choices I make on those individual days, but all the awesome choices I make around that and how active we can all be together. So, Heather, thank you again. Thank you. That was golden. Anything else you guys want to hear from us, please send the request. We're happy to record if we can speak on it with any intelligence whatsoever. If you're in iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Open up the podcast app on your iPhone or if you're on your MacBook or iPad, it's the iTunes app. Drop me a five-star, leave a comment. and Again, send all requests and details to my Instagram, Facebook, or email, or any other platform you guys follow us on. Until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, just keep doing shit you love, with people you enjoy, because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.